0: You're listening to the Brandon Bishop Podcast. Here he is, the owner of Vathai TV, lead singer of the One-Eyed Buffalo, former pro wrestler, former army soldier, published author, cat lover, host of Go! Hello everybody, I am back. I can't be stopped. Now oh, wait, what's going on? Where did the music go? What the hell? We all know what it looks like when we work what? together. The music feeling of making, doing, striving. I-, I don't even know where this perfecting. is coming from. In my America, I, I have work each day no to, to help, to provide. To be part of it. And in my life, I get real work done. This thing, what? Every route I drive. Every student I teach. Every home I build. Who are these people talking in my head? I can't. We are the ones who get it done. Why can't those in power be able to get it done too? All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm I'm sorry. I have no idea what's going on right now. The problem is fixed. I was just doing a standard intro to my podcast, and I can't even stop it right now. We'll keep pushing. It's not letting me do anything. To get it done. This is how we create the future we want. If we get it done. Mike would get it done. Mike will oh, get it done. Mike you got to be done. kidding me. It's if a Mike Bloomberg done, ad. They're everywhere. I, Mike would get it done. I, I can't stop these things. They're everywhere. Oh, jeez. Get. Oh, okay, there we go. Oh, I guess I just had to sit through it. I couldn't even skip ad. I couldn't do anything. It was on my own podcast. I, I'm not getting. I didn't pay for this. I'm not getting paid for this. It's Michael Bloomberg. Ads are freaking everywhere. Oh, the only thing that he's getting done is annoying the shit out of everybody who wants to watch YouTube or even record just an innocent podcast like this one. Oh god, why is Mike Bloomberg forsaking me? <laughs> oh god, I almost threw up. Oh. Oh, geez, Mike Bloomberg, please stop. Please stop. That's going to be the greatest thing about. I don't even care who wins the election anymore. I just want the Mike Bloomberg ads to stop. You have. You just have to. Oh. Okay, let me calm down. Maybe something. Maybe there's something to the. Wait a minute. All the Mike Bloomberg ads have just started around the same time the coronavirus started. Maybe there's. A sickness that's, uh, granted it started in, in China, but, oh my goodness, my God, my phone's blowing up now. Is it Mike Bloomberg ads? Oh no, okay, geez, okay, enough with that. Stop texting me, stop bothering me, Mike Bloomberg. Don't call me asking for donations, don't email me. I'm a Sanders guy, and that's actually the meat of this episode, I'm going to talk about Bernie Sanders. I'm going to talk about democratic socialism, the naughty, naughty, bad word that everyone's afraid of because you're weak and small-minded. <sighs> but that's the meat of the episode. We got a lot to get to before that, and we're going to talk about the coronavirus. But and we're, and we're going to talk about uh, the election. And there's a lot of things that are going on right now that are topical. I usually I like to steer my way around, you know, these the the main topical, trendy issues. But today, we're going to dive in headfirst. I've been gone for about a week and a half. Like I said, we're out there in uh, Tennessee filming an episode of Go the Read That, which is now available. Here it comes. Here comes the plug. Are you ready for it? Here comes the plug. And I swear, there's a lot of people listening to this podcast. And if you haven't subscribed to Asai TV yet, I want to tell you right now, don't. What? What? Oh, Brandon, what are you talking about? How could you possibly say, do not subscribe to a side TV? Okay, well, I want you to subscribe to a side TV, but I want you to wait. Because we're a mere weeks away from re-debuting on Roku, which is in 45 million homes. But we're also going to be on Amazon Fire, which is in like 25 million homes. And we're also on Apple TV. So we're going to be coming out like just in a few weeks, maybe maybe a month Tops. There's a lot of work that has to be done. Trust me. We have something like 500 hours of content and all of it needs to be titled and labeled and, you know, pick the proper picture to go with it and all this stuff. It's a major, major undertaking. It's an endeavor of epic proportions. And it's me that has to do all of that. I can't afford to hire somebody. Trust me. I wish I could. I'm hiring somebody right now, uh, thanks to Blue Dragon Entertainment and and others that are helping get this thing back on all these streaming platforms. But yeah, we're going to be back on something like 80 million homes. And right now, everybody with a Wi-Fi signal can get a Psy TV right now, asytv.com. So if you can't wait, if you can't wait to check out the new episode of Go There, Eat That featuring me in Tennessee eating a five-pound burrito, watching some dinner theater, some hillbilly dinner theater at Hatfields and McCoy's. I had a great time down there. I really did. And in this episode, you'll see how good of a time we had. And it's, uh, yeah, it wasn't all a good time, though. There's been, there was a couple things on this trip. But anyways, if you can't wait <coughs> to get a Asai TV and watch this episode, go to AsaiTV.com right now. It's only $5, bucks, 17 cents a day. Less than the cup of coffee that I had this morning, and uh, yeah, it's it's good stuff, man. There's a lot of stuff on there. I don't want to do the standard plug and tell you that you know you've got Netflix, you got Hulu, you got Amazon Prime, you got Disney Plus, you've got a WWE Network and HBO Go, you got all these different things. You should add a side TV. It's not going to break your bank, but it will <clears throat> get you into binge mode, and you'll watch a ton of stuff. I just realized that when I put up this new episode of Go There Eat That, like there was only like. 20 episodes of it on a side tv so somehow i don't know if they got erased or what happened there's always technical little buggies crawling around like bug, 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 bug. i'm gonna screw up your shit bug, 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 bug. there's always that shit happening so it doesn't matter you know even before when i had the shitty developer who screwed up my shit for years even now it's still buggy 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 and i hate buggy buggies so um, <clears throat> I'm going to squash the bug, and we're uploading all the old stuff. So there's like 40 episodes. There's like hundreds of restaurants, and it's, it's a fun show. Go there, eat that. Check it out. New episode, Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge. But like I said, um, it wasn't all good. Like when I got there in Cincinnati in a hotel room, taking a shower, washing the ass, and uh, step out of the shower, and I've never – ever done this and it makes me worried now for like when i'm old and not as you know badass made of twisted steel and sex appeal like i am right now uh or not yes anyway i took one step out of the shower i forgot the name of the hotel i probably could have sued them honestly but it was like there was no floor it was like a straight like the most slippery ice that you've ever slipped on it's crazy how slippery this floor was <sighs> took one step out and I my busted up my shin on the tub somehow I busted up my elbow which is killing me right now I freaking hate it. it's like you know whenever you pick up anything heavy it like pops your elbow pops I'm like son of a bitch man I ain't got time for this shit I hold a camera for a living you know it's oh so anyway um yeah that sucked I ripped the toilet seat completely off the fucking toilet so is that, there I am, my chubby, naked ass, laying on a slippery, cold bathroom floor in some hotel in Cincinnati, stuck between the bathtub and the toilet, like, holding the toilet seat in my hand that's completely, like, ripped off of, this, of the toilet. And, like, I'm doing the self-check. You know, I'm like, okay, my leg hurts. Is it broke? Because, you know, when you first break a bone, you don't know. It just hurts. You know, you sore. You feel pressure. It's... So I'm like, oh fuck, please tell me I didn't break my leg on the first night of this trip. And then my elbows like all like ouchy and in the toilet. Like <laughs> it's just so goddamn stupid. So yeah, that's how the trip started. But it was a great trip. Like I said, thank you so much to the blue dragon. Uh it's you know, we're making shit happen finally. Uh without that support, I would be miles behind where I'm at right now. So Indebted forever and uh, very much uh, motivated to make trillions, not not millions or billions. I'm going straight for trillions of dollars with a side TV and the new project, the 22. And man, <clears throat> there's a lot of shit happening on Colorado Springs channels right here. And you can check out all that stuff right now. You can check out the skeleton for the 22 at the 22 is It's an immersive travel guide slash television network. There's nothing freaking like it. And uh, yeah, it's you know ever, like everything. It's a slow start. It's a slow simmer. You know, I, I use my slow cooker all the time. I put a big chunk of meat in there and some potatoes and carrots and onions, and just leave it sitting there. Can't really just leave this sitting there and you know, put some carrots and, and broth on top of it. But it, you know, it's a lot of work. But it's going to be slow work, and it's going to be trudging through the snow. But you know, there's going to be a long term payoff. Same with us ITV. We're five years into this thing now, so. What else sucked on this trip? The weather in uh, Gatlinburg the first day we were there. But, I mean, it's fu- it's, I can't complain. It's freaking February in Tennessee, in the Smoky Mountains. It's going to snow. It's going to be cold. So it, that, honestly, is not a bad thing. You know, Heading back, though, from Gatlinburg, back to uh, Cincinnati, where I was flying out, we stopped in Lexington, Kentucky. Now I grabbed a bunch of like Funko Pops at this mall, and maybe I just hate this city. I, I don't know what it is about Lexington, Kentucky, but as soon as we got off that freeway, I was like, ugh, I just don't like this place." And there's places in Kentucky that are amazing. I love Kentucky, but Lexington was just. I don't. Maybe it's just because we hung out at the mall. I don't. I don't know. But I, I, I wanted to go to a toy store so I can grab some Funko Pops because apparently your friend Brandon is. Why, 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 why do I do this? I'm not a rich man whatsoever. Oh, Hey, but if you like me, send me Funko Pops. Okay. Anything eighties ask me first. Cause I've already got <laughs> starting to acquire quite, quite the collection here, but it's all cool eighties stuff. You know, I'm not, I don't care about like Marvel stuff and Disney stuff and star Wars stuff. I, th- I think that's all Disney stuff now. But I I don't care about any of that stuff. I just I like the the stuff that I like. I'm not a Funko Pop collector where I need to have them all. I saw some video on YouTube where a guy had like 2300 Funko Pops. And he was like maybe what 25 years old. Like, dude, you haven't been alive long enough to like all of this shit. But I have. <laughs> so I've got you know, the Rocco modern, Rocco's modern life stuff, the little shop of horror stuff. I just ordered a bunch of Ghostbusters stuff. And like, apparently, Bill and Ted are coming to my house now. Uh, you know, these things are coming out of all places now. I got stuff from Caddyshack. I got stuff from Billy Madison and The Water Boy. I've got, you know, all of these awesome Funko Pops, tons of Rick and Morty stuff. I actually don't even call them Funko Pops. I call them Morty's because I have so many freaking Morty's and Rick and Morty stuff. It's, I'm fucking a goddamn addicted. I try so hard not to get addicted to stuff, and it just, uh, something always comes along. And then, um, yeah, (laughs) next thing you know, I'm on freaking Amazon, like, just looking up Funko Pops. Anyways, but I hated Lexington. I didn't like the traffic. I didn't really like the people there. There was some old cool guy playing piano in the middle of the mall. He was like 90 and he was a great piano player. He was the best part of Lexington for me. I'm sorry if you live in Lexington, I'm sorry. You could be the mayor of Lexington and you're listening to this podcast like, what the fuck, Brandon? I don't know. I just didn't like it. You know, it's. (laughs) I just didn't like it. Okay. sometimes you go into a place and you're like, ew. And that's what I was with Lexington, Kentucky. I'll give it another shot. I got to be in Kentucky again soon with this 22 thing and. I'll give it another shot. Maybe I'll have wonderful experiences in Lexington, Kentucky, but uh, I don't know. My first trip was uh, not a good indication. So I'm kind of spending this week getting caught up with things like doing podcasts, like all the editing, uh, just the things that Brandon does. But even that's like hard right now because it's fucking TV season. I know, like, October is when everything debuts for the season. That's when you get your South Parks and all all the cool stuff and the first half of the new seasons. But now it's late February, and now the the second halves of the seasons of all my favorite shows are out. Bill Maher's back. John Oliver's back. Family Guy's back. Walking Dead's back. All those silly Gordon Ramsay shows are back. Curb Your Enthusiasm is back. My favorite show of all time. Like Sundays are a freaking disaster. Not to mention all the freaking wrestling that I have to watch now. There's like 20 hours of freaking wrestling every week now, and I say have to watch it. Like I have to watch it, but I, uh, it's just a, such a waste. When I when I think about it, like right now, I'm like, I sit in front of my TV a lot. Like I'm not. Even, I mean, Rick and Morty is you know, they still have five episodes coming out here pretty soon. Uh, geez, man, (laughs) give me a break. I've got to cut it down uh, to where, and that's not even including like Netflix specials and, you know, just putting on Hulu in the background and, you know, putting on American dad for hours, just let that play. I got to cut it out. Another thing I have to cut out is this. Okay. I was buying Sudoku books. Like I think I mentioned it before and I keep, you know, finishing the sudoku book. I'll I win like 75% of them and lose, you know, 25% of them, but then the book's done. So I, I started looking for apps on the phone. Like, okay, well, I will find a Sudoku app. Cost me I think $3.99 or something like that. It's mine and it's endless Sudoku. I don't ever have to buy the books again. I don't like holding the book anyway and then you, know, you get the ink pen and you got to scribble and this and that and you make the little numbers to so I got this app now. And I'm pretty good at Sudoku, by the way. I'm a very sharp Sudoku player. So I have to be on the expert level all the time. So I, I, I'm, I'm just on that all night now, like, trying to sleep, looking at my phone, playing Sudoku. It, damn it, man. <laughs> like, oh, shit. And it's, it's just one thing after another, just time wasting shit. But then I think about it, like when I'm doing time wasting stuff, like I used to play Minecraft for hours and just, I would think that was my thinking time. I had to be doing something with my hands and whatever. I wasn't thinking about Minecraft whatsoever, it was just kind of going through the motions on auto mode, but I'd be playing Minecraft. I kind of do that now with the Sudoku thing. I'm thinking while I'm doing it about other things, about business things. And that, that's healthy. I think that it is right. Isn't it? I mean, it's healthy. But yeah, that's my latest little stupid obsession, that and Funko Pops and all this damn TV stuff. Like if I took all that time that I spent on those things and put them towards my business, which you can't always do. Sometimes the work just gets done. You'll be up at 3 o'clock in the morning like, there's really nothing else I can do right now. And then you're trying to think of things that you can do and... Then I end up, you know, doing a podcast or something because I just, I have that creative, and I'm not putting myself over here. I'm not patting myself on the ass. I'm just, I have that creative drive where it's like, I got, I have to be doing something at all times. And if I'm not, then I feel like I'm wasting my time. There's my downtime is filled with, you know, like I said, these watching TV shows or something just to, you know, fill that void, and even then, I'm thinking about other stuff. And most of the time, when I'm watching TV, it's just going on in the background while I'm doing stuff. And it's, I'm just nonstop, man. I don't know how to relax. Like I just came back from Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge. Those place, those cities are amazing. I, I, you know, like I mentioned on the show a few times, when you first think of Pigeon Forge, I mean, the name of the city's Pigeon Forge. You think of banjos and and people in overalls on their porch, you know, with a jug band and all. The... I'm thinking, God, I'm a city boy, born and raised in South Detroit. Like, am I gonna? Am I safe? You know, that's what you think of Gatlinburg, Tennessee, yeehaw! But it's not like that at all. It's Hillbilly Vegas. The people are wonderful. The businesses are wonderful. It's a fun place, man. There's go kart tracks and and roadside attractions everywhere. I love it. There's food of all sorts everywhere. It's a tourist town. It's it's a resort town. It's really a lot of fun. I mean, literally, I was wishing my kid was with me the whole time because it's such a fun place. He'd never want to leave. I didn't want to leave. And I got my friends Vinny and Luke out there from Wrestling With Ghosts, who are basically my brothers from other mothers. And it's just one of those things where it's like, damn it, if I wasn't like, I don't want to sound negative and say that I'm chained here in Colorado Springs, uh, you know, because that's where my son's mom lives, and I can't take him, and she can't take him, so we're stuck here. But, you know, if, (laughs) if I had him to myself, we'd be out there probably now because it's just that fun of a place. Now, I know it's packed. It's crazy there. You know, you get, you know, the assholes that come into town because it is a resort town, but, you know, as long as you live on the outskirts and... You have a way to uh, monetize all of these tourists, which I'd figure out. It's a cool place, man. It's a cool freaking place. But I forgot where I was going with this, and uh, I think I've chatted long enough in this intro period of the podcast. Oh, man. I want to say thanks to uh, everyone who's listening, to all the people that have been asking me all freaking week, where's the podcast, Brandon? I, that's awesome. I appreciate it. And I, some of you are, you know, good time friends. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Good time friends. What's a good time friend. I was going to say long time friends or just a, you know, friends in general, but, uh, some of you, I don't know. And it's really cool when the people that you don't know, cause first of all, how the hell did you even find this podcast? I'm not like some big celebrity guy. I think I'm like, like, see, A, B, C, D, E, F. I'm an F level celebrity. Okay, that's <laughs> I do host TV shows. I have bands and you know books and podcasts and all this shit. So I mean, people people know me. You know, I'm kind of not really a big deal. Yeah, not at all actually. But I appreciate it. I, I love it when I get messages. We got plenty of mail to answer today. We've got pretty packed out uh, episode here. So uh, let's stop farting around, and uh, get to the headlines. It's time for the headlines, baby. Let's get funky. Okay, I'm going to do a little something different for the headlines. I'm not going to read off uh, some new sources headlines because I I, I just don't want to. There's enough to talk about just off the top of my brain without having to uh, dig deep in, in other shizzle. Um... This coronavirus thing, okay, let's, let's, that's gonna be the headline, okay? We're gonna talk, that, that that is the headlines. If you watch the news, if you, you know, listen to that bloated buffoon we call a president, if you, uh, if you follow anything at this point, it's all coronavirus, 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 coronavirus. Now, I know I was the first to make the joke that, you know, you'd only catch that drinking uh, corona beers, but apparently about 15%, and this is an actual poll. I'm hoping it's not made up. You never know. But 15%, I'm sorry, 14% of <laughs> Americans, mostly probably in the South, <laughs> to be honest with you, uh, believe that the Corona beer, <coughs> <coughs> I'm having trouble even saying this, the Corona beer, which is, you know, delicious with lime, has something to do with the coronavirus. That's a thing, people. Um, I'm hoping they were joking because honestly, if somebody pulls me and asks me that question, I'm going to joke and say that, oh, by, by all means, that's right. Uh, that Corona beer's not good. And the only reason you put a lime in it is to fight Lyme disease. But if you drank it without the lime, then you're going to get Lyme disease and that coronavirus. Yeah, that's a, That's a thing. People... And here's the thing. Okay, let's cut that, f- that 14% in half to 7% because 7% had to be joking. But then there's that 7% left of people that actually believe that if you drink Corona beer, you're going to get the coronavirus. Holy fucking shit. And speaking of stupid people, first of all, this is something you don't hear me do very often, but I'm going to do it a couple times. You <laughs> I'm going to defend Donald Trump <laughs> yes let's do this speaking of throwing it up in my mouth a little bit um, no but if you think that <laughs> Donald Trump uh, is to blame for the minuscule spread of the coronavirus then you're stupid um Ugh, you're just dumber than fucking dirt okay okay go to the store buy a package of bacon all right now stick with me here or sausage or any kind of lunch meat just buy some lunch meat and open it up and stick it on your counter ask it some questions they could be simple questions two plus two what noise does a dog make and and then judge that lunch meats or processed meats um level of intelligence by its answers that's how dumb you are if you think that president trump had anything to do for or against the coronavirus okay it's he's attaching himself to it because it's a trendy topic he wants to come out like a hero because that's in his little complex you're also dumb If you think that the Democratic debate had anything to do with the spread of... uh, People believe this shit! With the spread of the coronavirus. People fucking believe this. Trump actually said that. So I'll go back on my defense of our beloved president by slamming him for blaming the Democratic debate. Oh, fuck. It's a thing, man. It's a thing. And, And you know what? I'll even flip back to... Supporting something that Trump says. Listen, there's sixty. First of all, he said fifteen, but no, it's sixty-four confirmed cases of this new virus, this new trendy, you know, uh, headline grabbing virus, which is COVID. One, what is it called? D seventeen or something? I don't know what it's actually called, but we'll stick with coronavirus. Um. It's not a thing yet, okay? Yes, it's, it's, it's a fear tactic that the media is using. That's all it is. Okay, once we start getting hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of cases of this, of this virus, which may happen, it also may not happen. Does anybody remember bird flu? H1N1? SARS? Mad cow disease? Do you remember these things? They were all the, the, the the is all how we were going to meet our demise. It was the end of civilization. Society will bow and crumble under these diseases. And now it's the coronavirus. It's a fear tactic, man. They want to keep you in line. You know, honestly, if it's anything, it's a good way to keep voters at home, isn't it? Who wants to go to a crowded voting booth and, uh, you know, cough on each other? And passed a dreaded evil coronavirus around. Now, should we take it lightly? No, you should never take anything lightly. But are there other things that are slightly more pressing? I'm not going to start throwing out numbers, but I know for a fact that like 600,000 people die in of the standard flu. You're talking kids to elderly people. The standard flu in this country alone 600,000 people die there's 5 million cases of it why isn't that grabbing the headlines we have 65 people and nobody have died from it yet it's different in china of course it is it's a more packed population over there they don't have the epa standards that we have i mean oh fuck How about heart disease, the number one killer of human beings in this country? I don't even know the numbers on it, but I know it's the number one killer. Should we even talk about cancer? Should we talk about diabetes? I've lost three friends to diabetes. Let's talk about suicide. How about something that's not deadly, but it's still affecting generations like autism in children or adults? These things are affecting people thousands of times more than this silly little coronavirus. And I'll take that back. It's not silly because the people that are affected, it's, it's probably pretty real to them. They're probably shitting liquid right now. But it's 64 people. None have died yet. Apparently, they're all quarantined. They're being treated. This is just another fucking trendy, media-grabbing, fear-mongering bullshit thing, okay? Stop panicking. I'm getting messages and emails from my kids' school right now talking about the coronavirus. The president is on the TV almost, what, daily at this point talking about the coronavirus. Yes, it could spread, and it probably will. Humans are social animals, okay? We talk on each other, we touch each other, we we exchange bodily fluids, whether it's through, you know, humping each other's legs and licking each other's privates or coughing in each other's faces and sneezing and shitting our pants, and we we're disgusting, disgusting animals. And we pass things to each other. But there are much bigger things right now to talk to talk about and raise awareness for. Than this, this is just the new trendy thing that's out there to scare people. And it's, it's working now in Asia. Like I said, it's a whole nother thing, but even there's a, what is it? 60,000 cases or 80,000 cases in China. Okay. Let's round it off to a hundred thousand cases. Cause I'm sure it's going to spread pretty good. hundred thousand out of 1.3 billion people. It's not epidemic levels yet will it get there i certainly hope not i feel bad for anybody who's even got the standard flu i feel bad for anybody who's had a breast augmentation go wrong i feel anybody i feel bad for anybody who you know maybe lost their life during an anal bleaching session i i don't i feel bad for anybody who's sick or dying it's awful but the the level of media attention that this is getting is just, you know, yes, it should be, you should have awareness raised, of course, but it's not, it's not to this level yet where it's the number one thing talked about on the news. It's the number one thing that's scaring the shit out of everybody in our country and around the world. It's not there yet. It's not there yet. Yes, tell people to wash their fucking hands and cover their fucking mouths when they cough. Whenever I see somebody cough, if I'm on a subway or a bus or something, when I'm traveling around or even on an airplane or even a friend of mine who's driving in a car or hanging out at my house, if you cough and you don't cover your mouth, I'm going to call your ass out. Cover your fucking mouth, especially you adults. And if you have kids, tell them to cover their fucking mouth. You're disgusting if you don't. Nobody wants <coughs> That in their fucking face. It's the sound of me coughing, making a cough noise is gross to me. If you sneeze, sneeze into your shoulder, sneeze into your armpit. Don't sneeze into your hand and then shake somebody's hand 20 minutes later. Nasty bastard. Wash your shit, man. Wash your hands. I'm not a germaphobe. I'm really not. But uh, I think I'm at the right level of germaphobe. It's like I'm I'm aware enough to where I take care of my shit. If my kid coughs with his mouth open, he's going to hear about it. I tell him to wash his hands. I do my part, but I'm not over crazy about it. Like, well, you can't touch anybody. You have to wear rubber gloves to shake somebody's hand. I'm not Howie Mandel by any means. Wouldn't it be funny if Howie Mandel, it wouldn't be funny, but wouldn't it be ironic if Howie Mandel was the next coronavirus case? The Mr. Super Germaphobe, like the most popular germaphobe in the world is the guy who, you know, <laughs> some Chinese diplomats on deal or no deal, and, oh, let's see, I'll take briefcase number 15. <clears throat> <laughs> and next thing you know, Howie's quarantined. Oh, boy. I don't want that to happen, but I kind of want that to happen. I like Howie Mandel. It's just, Anyways. But the conspiracy theory that lives within my brain, you know, he's always jumping around going, hmm, <sighs> hmm. Because if it's important enough to be all over the media, which is owned by the people that basically own this country and eh, pretty much all the world, if th- th- there's a reason that they're pushing something like this so hard. I like the way I said hard there, don't you? They're pushing this really, really hard. (laughs) And you got to wonder why. Why are they pushing this so very, very hard? Okay, I want you to do something real quick, ladies. Take whatever device you're listening to right now. It could be an Echo Dot. It could be your phone, whatever it is. Go ahead and place that right between your legs and let me say this word one more time. They're pushing it really hard. All right. There's no reason to do that at all whatsoever. Uh, But yeah, the conspiracy theory that bounces around in my brain, theorist, conspiracy theorist, always realizes that thinning out the population is a must especially for the people that own this country. There are far too many people in this world and they need to thin out the population. They've been begging and hoping and praying to whatever evil God they believe in that the next virus would wipe out a few million people, maybe a few billion around the world, especially in China. So here you go. Here's your thing. Oh, it started in China. Yeah. How did it start? Hmm, how did it get here, the conspiracy theorist in my brain must ask? And yes, only 64 people have it now, but, you know, that number's gonna grow, of course, and the media is gonna be all over it, because they love this shit, it's a headline, they get to talk about it, people watch, people are afraid, and when people are afraid, they watch the news, and when they watch the news, the news ratings go up, and they can sell more ads. And it can program more of the population. Yes, these numbers are going to go up. They're going to go into the freaking hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. But will this virus survive the changing of the season? They've tried before. Man, all those other ones I mentioned, the SARS and the bird flu and all this shit. It didn't survive the changing of the season. It goes away. And we don't even talk about these things anymore. Do we? No, we don't talk about it. About like eight people died from SARS. Nobody's died from this one yet. But we don't talk about them anymore because they're not important. They're not topical. They're not trendy. It's not the new shiny thing. But for the people that own the world and they run the media and they they own the politicians and this could be the thing, couldn't it? To thin out this population. Because a thinner population means they get more, 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 more. When you when you when you get the herd and you fucking kill half the herd there's more room for that herd isn't there there's more food for that herd isn't there so yeah i mean maybe this is the thing maybe maybe we should all be worried but not for the reasons of you know contracting this disease because it's just some willy-nilly spreading coughing sneezing farting disease that we can all catch and and eventually die from it no 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 Maybe we should be worried because we have no say in our actual futures. We have no, uh, we don't make the direction that we're herded into. We don't, we don't get to choose the direction. We, we just, we have to go with whatever they're giving us. That's there's no choice. You know how there's no choice. Go out and get some land, go out there right now in America and get some land and call it your own. You can't anymore. You can't do that anywhere in the world for the most part. You can't start your own country anymore. You can't do anything. It's all owned by people. And those people are owned by people. And those people are owned by people. And there's like this selective few people at the top. And don't call me crazy for saying this shit. People only call people crazy when they're exposing things that they don't agree with. And, and we all know that there's a hierarchy up there of just a bunch of old-ass white men and their immediate families that are pushing us wherever they... We, that's why they separate us by race and gender and sexual preference and age and you know football teams and everything. That's why they separate us and they segregate us and they divide us into smaller, manageable groups. But there's too many of us right now, so they have to thin out the herd... And unfortunately, if this is the thing they're going to do it with, <laughs> you better get ready. And that's just the conspiracy theorist talking to about, you know, the common sense person in my head, which those two fight all the time, is basically saying that, you know, this is going to be gone by summer and nobody will talk about it again. Like, <laughs> what? we're really going to talk about the coronavirus in five years if it goes away this summer, which it probably will because it's a virus. Viruses are, you know, they're environmental habits, habitats. uh, They're they're creatures of habit and they have to be in a certain environment or they just die. And that's what most viruses are. So, I mean, it's most likely going to go away. But the conspiracy theorist, this could be the way to thin out the population. And you know what? honestly. I'm all for it. (laughs) I mean, I don't want me, my kid, or anybody I know, or you, to contract the coronavirus and be part of a thinned-out herd, you know, but honestly, this country is fucking packed full of douchebags. I live in a small apartment, I've mentioned this many times, because I travel too much, and I don't want you know a lawn. I don't want you know to have to worry about the tree in the front yard. Why why are there grubs in my lawn? You know why is the tree leaves they don't grow back? And uh, you know the HOA is bitching at me because I haven't landscaped and I have to vacuum a you know seventeen bedroom house and all this shit. I, I don't want any of those responsibilities. I don't want a, a wife or a living girlfriend. I don't want any of these things. I have a small two bedroom apartment for me, my kid, my cat, and I'm fucking happy. Down the road, of course, I'll have to get something bigger because I've already outgrown this place. I like, trying to find a just a wall to build a studio in this place, and everything's taken. Everything there's shit everywhere. So eventually that's gonna have to happen. But right now I'm I'm fucking content. Oh shit, I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> I completely forgot. I gotta like stop and rewind and figure out what the hell I was just talking about. Oh, Overpopulation. Okay, um, yeah, I'm stuck here. There's like 36 units in this apartment. Like literally yesterday, last night, I I almost got into a fistfight with my fucking neighbor, and it was stupid. It, like I, I'm sitting there, sitting on my couch. I'm trying to. I'm probably watching fucking TV, which I was. I was watching WWE SmackDown. Yeah, John Cena came back. I had to watch it. I mean, I would have watched it anyway, because I'm fucking addicted to television, and I've been a wrestling fan since I've been five years old, I'm 46 right now, so that's 41 fucking years old, I've been watching this shit, I'm not going to stop now, I don't need to make excuses, I like it, shut up, <clears throat> anyways, overpopulation, so I'm, I'm sitting on the couch, and all I'm hearing is, I'm like, okay, what the fuck is, I'm trying to figure out, because I got two neighbors attached to me, and one downstairs, which sucks, I'm surrounded by, you know, fucking people, and their people noises, and their people smells, and their people fucking shit, I'm trying to figure out which neighbor it is, and it is the one right behind my couch, I'm sitting there going, okay, so I bang on the wall, keeps going, I didn't bang hard, I just boom, one bump, like, okay, maybe they'll get the point, no, it gets louder, (laughs) I'm like, okay, what the fuck I know we all live here together I know walls aren't exactly thick in any apartment that I've ever lived in but I'm like god damn dude okay that's enough so I bang on the wall again next thing you know they bang back really hard I'm like all right motherfucker and that just it takes a lot to piss me off it really does but so I'm pissed at this fucking point I'm fucking seeing red there's fire shooting out of my ass I'm like all right fuck this shit so I say, hey, meet me in the hallway, motherfucker. Say it really loud so he can hear me in the fucking, you know, whatever. And I don't need to be doing this shit. I'm fucking, I got, you know, I got responsibilities. I can't have a neighbor feud right here where I fucking live, okay, where my kid lives. I can't do that shit. So I head to the door. He's already out there. He bangs on my door really loud and actually tries the fucking door handle. At that point, I'm like, I'm going to kill this motherfucker. You don't fucking, you can knock on my door. First of all, don't knock on my door like that. Second of all. Don't fucking go for the handle like you're going to walk in, motherfucker, because I will fucking kill you. I will rip your fucking throat out. If he would have walked in, he'd be dead right now. I mean that. I'm not saying I'm a super badass or anything, but I would have blacked out, and his fucking throat would have been in my hand when I woke up. Anyway. So I open the door, and I come storming out. I get face-to-face with this little guy, and I felt really bad for him all of a sudden. He looked sad. He looked really, like, just sad and kind of pathetic and... Like, he had the worst day of his life type of thing. So I started talking to him. I said, what the fuck is your problem? You want to bang on my door like that? You want to try my fucking handle? I'll fucking beat your ass. I'm I'm pissed, okay? And I don't, I don't get like this, okay? I don't. I must have been having a bad day, too, and I just didn't realize it. But I was fucking hot. I'm cutting a wrestling promo. I'm fucking shaking it because I'm just fucking, ugh. Oh. And the weird thing is when you get really pissed off to the point where you're shaking and you're just thinking of things to do to his face, like, your penis shrivels up it 's really weird. My penis was the size of like like my pinky finger knuckle, like if you bend that finger in half, it was like inside it was like a turtle head, like just like it was in there. it was weird, and I, I was thinking about that while i 'm yelling at this guy, and he 's trying to yell back, but he couldn 't f- figure out words to say because he was nervous, and you know we were both just like, oh, but I felt for some reason I just felt sympathy for, it. maybe it was empathy one of the, one of the empath- empathy- I felt this bad for him. So I I stopped. I took a really deep breath. I closed my eyes, which is dumb to do when you're in an altercation. But I was just like, okay, tell you what, my name is Brandon. I put my hand out and he said his name and he shook my hand. I said, look, dude, we got to coexist. You can't be doing that. You can't. He's like, look, man. I got a 12-year-old over there who's jumping all over the fucking place. I can't keep track of him. I got a three-year-old crawling around throwing shit. And I've had the worst day of my life, This is what he said. I'm like... And I I just... You know, my kid's 12, but he's not an asshole by any means. He doesn't jump around and go crazy and bang on the walls and stuff. But uh, I just felt bad for him. I did. I couldn't... I I didn't want to fight him anymore. I didn't want to, you know... I said, look, man, we don't, I can't have, you know, neighbor feuds here, like where I fucking live. This is where you live. You definitely don't want that with me because I'm a vindictive motherfucker. Uh, It just, uh... so I shook his hand again and said, look, just please try not to hit the fucking wall anymore, okay? Because I live here. I don't want to hear your shit and usually it's the other neighbors that are behind my kitchen. I fuck, those, are, those people are just fucking assholes. I can't stand them. There's two losers living with their mom in a two-bedroom apartment. Figure out the schematics there. I can't stand those motherfuckers. There used to be a girl there and her son. My, their, our kids were friends. They'd play. You know, I'd, she'd always be over for dinner. And it, was, it was fucking awesome. Coolest neighbor I've ever had, Katrina. I love, Katrina, was that her name? Karina, that's right. Um, and then she moved out, and then these fuckheads have been here. There was a period when there was nobody on either side of me, which was amazing. <laughs> I fucking loved it. But yeah, if you thin out the populations, get rid of those cocksuckers behind my kitchen. That, the, my neighbors over there, fuck them. Hope they all fucking die of coronavirus. Just don't infect us. I'll wear a mask or whatever it is. I'll wear a gas mask just until they die. Disinfect that fucking place. Rent it out to some cool people. Give me a nice old lady. That's all I want is a nice old lady. I don't care what color they are. I don't give a fuck where they're from. Just a nice old lady that I can, hi, how's it going? Oh, nice. Nice to see you. Yeah. I can make some fajitas and be like, hey, are you hungry? I got some fajitas. You know, I can make you some fajitas. She'd stop over with a nice apple pie or something like, I got a couple slices of apple pie. left. Would you like. Holy fuck. I would love to have a neighbor like that. The other ones have been cool. I've never had any problems with them except for last night. So it's the people downstairs though. God, they fucking smoke weed all day and they yell at each other, slamming doors. And it's, but, it, but I think they're afraid of me. And that's a good thing. Cause I've made them afraid of me. Yeah. I've told them straight up, quit making so much fucking noise. I'm not the guy to fuck with at my home. But yeah, thinning out the population, kill all the fucking assholes. It, it would be great if coronavirus would only attach itself to pieces of shit by my judgment. Like, I wish that <laughs> there was an app on my phone. I could hit a button. Boom, coronavirus for those fuckers. Driving down the street. Somebody's doing 90 and a 35, boom, coronavirus. Three o'clock in the morning, someone's booming shitty rap music outside of the house, boom, coronavirus. And it has to be a fast acting one too where they die within a week. Just long enough to suffer for a good week and then fucking die. God, I'm a negative motherfucker, aren't I? That's a horrible thing to say. (laughs) It really is. Okay, here's the thing. I don't want them to die. I just want to ship all the assholes to like Georgia. Georgia. (laughs) there's a lot there to begin with stick them all in fucking georgia just georgia's asshole now it's 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 not like atlanta it's Atlanta. it's asshole Atlanta. i fucking hate georgia as it is let me take that back i hate atlanta so put all the assholes in atlanta and give them coronavirus (laughs) this is fucked up this is some of the most fucked up things i've ever said But it's true. I I fucking, I just, I'm at that age now. I am the old man on the the front porch telling kids to get off my lawn. I understand it now. Because we get to be this age and we don't want to be disrespected anymore. We don't want to be fucked with anymore. We don't want to listen to your shit anymore. We just want to be left the fuck alone to do what we need to do. I go out of my way to be respectful in public to even these fucking neighbors. I go out of my way. I walk silently. I don't talk very loud. Unless I'm doing this podcast, of course. (sighs) Okay, so I don't want you all to die. I don't even want you to get coronavirus. I just want you to leave me the fuck alone. Oh, God. Welcome to the dungeon of douches. These people are assholes. Okay, Dungeon of Douche time. It's going to be an obvious one. This could have been in the headlines, but I saved it for the Dungeon of Douche. Harvey Weinstein, welcome to the Dungeon of Douche. You could be here for a trillion reasons. I'm actually happy they've taken your fat crippled ass and hung you upside down. Uh, by restraints, your feet are turning blue, which they're probably blue anyways, because you don't take care of yourself and you've probably got terrible circulation, but now you're upside down shackled in the dungeon of douche with your head in like, I'll give it like a foot. I want it to be like where just your mouth is showing within like the, the muck, the garbage juice, the rat infested spider piss water gunk that's at the bottom of the dungeon of douche and just sit there forever and stay there forever and just rot which isn't going to be too much longer. We've all seen him coming in and out of the courtrooms and looking like, uh, like death warmed over. Thankfully, he's a piece of shit, and that's. There's really no other reason. You know the stories. You know what he's done to women that he's worked with. You know what. You know, he's a he's a fucking scumbag. So I'm not going to go too deep into it uh, because I got a lot to talk about later. So Harvey Weinstein, congratulations on being convicted as a piece of shit. And now you've earned your place in the Dungeon of Douche. But on the flip side. Welcome to the Hall of Respect. These people are awesome. I love them. Okay, Hall of Respect time. I was gonna say Louis C.K. on the flip side of Harvey Weinstein, but then this other story came into my uh, into my realm, and I'm so happy about it. <laughs> You've we've all heard of the Westboro Baptist Church. I shouldn't even say their name; they don't deserve any publicity. But it's the Westboro Baptist Church. You already know who they are. They are the ones who picket, like the soldiers' funerals, and they're the ones that picket uh, you know, God hates fags and all this stuff. Their website was God dot com. Um, <laughs> I actually have a history with them because in Topeka, Kansas, where their big house is that's their headquarters. Uh, I did a one man picket for them for a old show that I used to do called the angry show where I had a giant rainbow picket sign that said free hugs. And, Yeah, uh, they, you know, stared out the window a few times, but never did anything, of course. Um, So anyways, I was just having a little fun at their expense. But apparently in Virginia, they were picketing some uh, soldiers' funerals, of course. And uh, my people, a bunch of freaking metalheads, went out there with kazoos and like, like paint bucket drums. And hang on, I'll just play this piece. This is so great. So it's an anti protest. The Westboro Baptists are known for picketing U.S. military funerals. And um, six of their church members showed up for that in the start of a rally in Virginia. (laughs) <laughs> Robe is the vocalist for Cap Ride Home, a band that calls themselves drunken thrash metal. Okay, so they're basically picketing a trans um, politician who's also a metalhead, plays in a band, which is awesome. Like, <laughs> we need more metalheads in office. I need more smart metalheads, too, but... matter what you look like, where you come from, how you worship, who you love, or yeah, how you rock. That... How do you rock? How do I rock? I rock with old school fashion, I almost huh? yeah. Okay, so the singer for a band called Lamb of God put this thing together. It's a counter-protest against the... And first of all, there was only like seven or eight Westboro Baptist Church members there, which it's not a full-on protest like they normally do. But uh, Danica, I I keep missing her name. uh, She's a senator and some other senators doing an anti-trans thing. It's shit we're not going to talk about in 100 years. Like (laughs) it's, It's just so dumb an anti-trans law for what? What are you going to keep people from doing? Dressing like a woman? like It's your body. Do whatever the fuck you want to it. Identify however the... We've had this conversation. It's it's so dumb. Be what you want to be. If you want to identify yourself as a dolphin, be a fucking dolphin. If you want to identify yourself as a vampire, be a goddamn vampire. Be a vampire dolphin. I just had that visual in my head, a vampire dolphin. It's amazing. But anyways, all these metalheads come together, hundreds and hundreds of them to counter protest the Westboro Baptist Church. They came out with kazoos and they're kazooing metal songs and it's uh, the most wonderful thing. So everybody involved except for the Westboro Baptist Church members who were honorary Dungeon of Douche members and uh, the senator who's trying to like, God, we need to call that person out. Fuck that guy. Uh, whoever is trying to start a trans band or whatever. <laughs> oh, I hate white old people. Ah. I hate old white men. They're the, not all of them, but a lot of them are just garbage humans. Just die already. Please. Coronavirus. Where's my app? Okay. Coronavirus done. They're all dead in a week or we'll move them to Atlanta. <laughs> and then they'll, all the douchebags will kill each other. So we don't even need the coronavirus anyways. Uh, So, yeah, all of you that are out there with your kazoos and drums and everything, and the guy from Lamb of God and the trans metal head senator, whatever whatever she is, all of you, welcome to the Hall of Respect, because you're all absolutely freaking awesome. Product placement. Brandon likes this stuff. All right. That little soundbite right there was by my buddy Luke Walker, who I uh, filmed with in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, at a place called Local Burrow. And it's on Go There, Eat That, on a side TV only, asytv.com, coming soon to every major streaming platform just in a couple of weeks. But Luke is awesome, man. He's a seven-foot, super handsome guy. And he hooked up this place called the Local Burrow who had a five-pound... And this is not the product placement, by the way, but they had a five pound burrito challenge, which I got about three and a half pounds in. I think he got about four pounds in. Yeah, don't do that. And then they put me on an electric donkey, like a <laughs> one of those bull ride things, you know, with that yeah, and I didn't last very long. Took a hard bump on the floor, still feeling it. It's an interesting trip, man. Interesting trip. But I love seeing Luke. I love seeing his counterpart Vinny, who I got to go to Hatfield and McCoy's dinner feud with, which is in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Awesome time, man. Awesome talent on that stage. It's basically they're feeding you endless chicken and mashed potatoes and soup and coleslaw while you watch a a, a comedy play about Hatfields and McCoys. If you're anywhere near that part of the country, you got to make that a stop on your itinerary. Too much fun, man. Had a great time. Thanks to Ellen Liston from Dollywood um, for being such a good friend. I interviewed her at another place called Frizzle Chicken, which uh, had a bunch of animatronic, Chickens singing while you eat. I can't make this shit up. It's too much fun. Anyways, product placement time. It's a tie today. It's a it's a freaking tie. First of all, got this cat camera. Okay, I'm on the road a lot and my cat's here all alone. I feel bad for. Her. But it's I don't know the brand name. I don't know anything. You can look it up on online, Google the shit. Cat camera with laser pointer. <laughs> So not only can I see my cat, it's got night vision. You can move the camera any angle. It just you, you can you, works through your phone, connects to your Wi-Fi. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm burping. Oh, that's disgusting. Oof, what did that, what did that taste like? Oh, I made um, Famous Dave's cornbread this morning. Yeah, I, I made cornbread waffles this morning, a little cheese. I know I'm getting sidetracked here, but it's what I do cheese and green chilies in the famous dave's cornbread mix just a little bit of cheese a little can of chilies put it in the waffle maker this little dash waffle maker makes little waffles holy shit man little butter on top a little carry gold butter on top oh and that's what that burp tasted like so now you know anyways cool cat camera it's got a little laser pointer i've already been messing with it i was in the other room cat's chasing it around works great and i can talk to her So when I'm on the road for four to eight or ten days, whatever it is, I can say, hello, mossy cat. And then she'll hear my voice and be completely blown away. And then she'll see the laser pointer and forget how lonely she is. See, I think about my cat. I don't just leave her behind. Anyways, that's tied with something else that's very trendy to the point where people have been fighting over them. Popeye's chicken sandwich. Motherfucker, just the original one I don't like the spicy one I like spicy but I don't like the flavor of the spicy one but the original chicken sandwich totally lived up to the hype Grubhub is tired of coming to my house at this point or DoorDash or Uber Eats though I did have a issue the last time I ordered it listen to this shit okay first, this was my day the other day and these are totally first world problems trust me I ordered Grubhub Popeye's chicken sandwich of course and I waited an hour, and then they canceled my order. I'm like, okay, what the, why did you cancel my order, first of all, and why did it take an hour to tell me that you're canceling my order? Apparently, the restaurant was um, shitty. <laughs> the Popeye's on uh, Fountain Boulevard here in Colorado Springs, absolutely shitty. All of their patties were frozen, which makes me say, um, well, that's what a deep fryer's for, isn't it? Don't you have a? fucking microwave where you can like unfrozen them or something. I, I guess there's a process and they, they can't be frozen or whatever. So all their shit was frozen because they suck as employees and they didn't f- figure it out. And I know there's a high demand for these sandwiches. People are, like I said, are fist fighting over them in restaurants, but, but it, that was an hour. So I order from a different Popeye's an hour later. Okay. This is already a two hour process. The, the guy shows up wrong drinks Fries are cold as shit, and I And it's maybe it's a sign that I shouldn't be eating this shit, which I should not. I've been doing a little better, but I, I'm addicted to these fucking things now. And I got two sandwiches. That's how much of a fat fuck I am. And one of them was unedible. It was like chewing a fucking hockey puck or a rubber. It was just gross. The other one was fine. Thankfully, they refunded my order and all that stuff, but that was half of it. Next thing I do, I, I get this Instacart app, and I... Ordered some groceries from Safeway. I was busy. I didn't feel like getting dressed and leaving the house. I'm like, okay, I'll try this thing. It's only five bucks to do it. Actually, I think I had free delivery on that one. But there's still a service charge of five bucks. Figure that one out. Which I don't care. It's five bucks. Whatever. Okay, cool. So I ordered some stuff. Everything was wrong. There was things that were missing. And I was like, okay, you fucking idiot. And he tried to cancel one item that I really needed. Uh, because he couldn't find it. And I, I had, had to text him back, look, this is exactly where it's at. I'm like, duh, it was the green chilies for the cornbread. <laughs> and then he forgot the cornbread mix. So basically, I only ordered this shit so I can make this cornbread, and he forgot every item that was involved with making the cornbread. So then I called them. They gave me a refund. So at least those, these people are cool and quick to give refunds, whatever, but that was my day. Like, everything I ordered was fucked up was <laughs> so annoying, man. Oh, and then I got something from Amazon that had uh items missing, and this is all in the same day I'm just like, okay, what the shit did I do to the, everybody to piss them off so much with our fucking up all my shit anyways, the instacart people came back and they brought me my stuff for free, and that was cool, but they shouldn't have had to. I feel bad for the you know the drivers and the people that are having to do extra work to make up for somebody else's shittiness anyway. So, I mean, all's well that ends well in my first world problems here. Oh, my God. They messed up my order of delivering groceries to my fucking house (laughs) because I'm a lazy shit. (coughs) Anyway, there's some coronavirus for you. I did cover my mouth, though. I covered it. So that coronavirus is in my armpit. And don't, like I said, don't cough into your hands. Cough into your sleeve or your armpit or something, man. Or cough, like pull your shirt up over your mouth and cough. Don't be nasty. Oh, anyway, so that's the product placement. It's a tie between Popeye's original chicken sandwiches and this cat camera with a laser pointer. Weirdest shit ever, I know. Let's just get to the next segment. Meltdown. The mail's here. Come on, <laughs> Bye, guys. Here's the mail, it never fails It makes me want to wag my tail When it comes, I want to wail Still no reply from that guy, Stephen Michael Burns. If anybody out there knows him, the original host from Blue's Clues that sang that song, you know, maybe tell him to return my emails and shit. It's getting old, Stephen. Just saying, man. All I want is an interview. I'll play some of your music. I'll put you over. We'll dedicate a whole episode of the Brandon Bishop Podcast to you. All you have to do, man, just give me a call. I mean, I'm not even important enough for Stephen Michael Burns to return a call. I know a lot of, quote, famous celebrity types. And you know what? I'm sorry, end quote, I, I think I've warranted this interview. It's been going on long enough, man. Anyways, it's mail time. Mail! I could host Blue's Clues. What's that, Blue? There's a clue? Where? I could do that. Anybody could do that. I'm not as cute as he was, but I'm, you know, different kind of cute, I think. I don't know. Who knows? <sighs> Not the kind of cute that it could host a kids' TV show like the Return of Blue, Cl- Blue- the Return of Blues Clues featuring Brandon Bishop. You Could see those promotional ads. Hi, I'm Brandon Bishop. Welcome back to Blues Clues. We're not fucking around anymore. I forgot how the theme song goes. I was going to sing it for you, but how does that go? Shit! I'm going to have to look that up. I got to get to your mail here. You got. I left in some some dumb questions because. I was lazy and I just kind of picked the first six or seven that I saw. I know others have submitted questions. I I forgot where they're at. I'm very unorganized. I've been on the road. It's hard to keep track of this shit. Let's see. Blues Clues intro. I know none of you care about this as much as I do. But I want to know if I can be the host of Blues Clues. New series, Blues Clues and You? Who the fuck is that guy? So they already have a new Blues Clues. Watch me get sued by Blue's Clues in Nickelodeon. It's me, Steve! Hi out there, it's me, Brandon! Blue, my puppy? Have you seen Blue, my puppy? There he is, right in front, I see him. This is the theme song? Come on, get singing. That's it? Oh, it's not even a song! Hi, everybody! This is Brandon! Have you seen my puppy? I can't even do it. <laughs> And I do voiceover work. Have you seen my puppy, Blue? Yeah, he's out there playing with a ball, you dumbass. Why are you, why are you asking the kids? See, I would be more front, like forward with it. I'd be like, hey, kids, this is Brandon. Have you seen my dog? Uh, well, shit, I'll just go outside and look myself, you know? Like, oh, there he is. It's teaching kids to do things for themselves, not just ask a bunch of shit. Like, oh, you see a clue? Then look around. Oh, there it is. It's on the couch. Hey, yeah, I think Steve was a little lazy. That's why he's not calling me back now. Prick. Now he's going <laughs> to call me back, and then we're going to do an interview. It's going to be great, and he's going to go to older episodes, and he's going to be like, this guy called me a prick. Why the fuck did I do an interview with him? Anyways, here's your mail. Here's a stupid question for you. I didn't write down who they're from so because I told you I was very lazy on this. Favorite candy bar, and why? And why? Because, it's first of all, it's a Twix. Because they're freaking delicious. And I'm lying to you, it's not a Twix. It's a score bar. S-K-O-R. Score bar. Those things are fucking delicious. a little toffee on the inside, a little chocolate wrapped around it. I could eat 15 score bars. And then wake up from a diabetic coma and eat 15 more. Things are delicious. But Twix would be number two... I I like Heath bars as well, which is basically just like a cheaper version of a score bar. I like those symphony ones with the toffee in them. Those are good. Fuck, now I want a candy bar. Yeah, thanks for asking that question. There's no why. It's because they're freaking delicious and they raise your dopamine levels and you grow addicted to them. That's why. Same with anything pleasurable. Pleasurable. Uh, My thoughts on Bloomberg. I kind of covered that earlier. Michael Bloomberg, presidential candidate, billionaire, 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 former mayor of New York, trying to buy his way into and winning an election for presidency. First of all, he'll get slaughtered by Trump if he goes in because he's very timid. He looks very fragile. Money can only go so far, brother. And uh, the thing that I don't like about Bloomberg is these blatant demographic ads like Women for Bloomberg. You know the black vote. We got to get the black vote. So black people for Loom, for Bloomberg. It's it's so fucking obviously politic, old school bullshit that only old ass people that are you know remember the Nixon campaigns and the Kennedy campaigns and the the Carter campaigns. It's only shit that they'll fall for. Us, the younger generations. I can't even really call myself that anymore. But my generation and below aren't going to fall for this shit. It's obvious. I have a commercial full of black people saying Bloomberg is awesome. Oh, that's going to make all the black people vote for Bloomberg. No, it's not. It's going to make people go, how much did they pay that motherfucker? Women for Bloomberg. Gays for Bloomberg. I want to see the gays for Bloomberg commercial. Is there one? Because that would be, oh my God, he he dresses really nice and okay. I'm being stereotypical asshole right now, but personally, I think that shit's funny. You, there's nothing wrong with being stereotypical in a comedy realm. I'm not going to go into that topic again that we've already covered. But, yeah, people are too damn touchy. Oh, my God. Michael Bloomberg's hair is just, like, wild. Oh, it's amazing. Mm. You bitches better vote for Bloomberg. Oh, my God. Like, gays for Bloomberg all day. Mm. Okay. Okay. Real Christmas tree or plastic Christmas tree? You decide. How about no Christmas tree? <laughs> I have three things that are Christmas decorations. Actually, yeah, three things now that are Christmas decorations. I have this little snowman chimes thing that's a little beat up, but I've had it since I was a baby. It was something that I took from my grandma's house when she passed away. So, said, well, that's mine. I took that and a measuring cup that she used to yell at me for drinking out of. I don't know why I used to like drinking out of this old, like, fire, what is it, Pyrex or something measuring cup, but I used to drink out of it all the time, and she'd be like, don't drink out of that, we got glasses and cups, like, I'm sorry, I just like drinking out of this measuring cup, so I have that, and both of them are on my shelf of many things, many wonderful things. Um, oh, the other Christmas thing is I got this uh, little, there's like two penguins, I, I don't know why I do this, because I'm just a freaking idiot, but... Every time I go to, every time I see a penguin, I take a picture while I'm holding, like, you know, a stuffed penguin, not a real one, of course. Um, I take a picture of myself holding a penguin. There's, there's a bunch on my Facebook page. You just have to dig for them. And I have, like, an angry, pissed-off look on my face, and I'm holding a penguin. I don't know why I think that's funny, but I've been doing it for decades. So, you know, I got pictures of me and my kid now doing it, like, just holding stuffed penguins up in Frankenmuth, Michigan, and with angry, like, pissed-off look on my face. I think it's funny. But I... And Frankenmuth, they have, like, custom-made ornaments. So I got the ones with the penguins on it. It has me and my son's name on it. And that's it. it. That's my other Christmas thing. And now I have a Trading Places Funko Pop of Santa Claus Lewis. Santa Lewis. You know, when he gets drunk and he dresses up like Santa Claus and he raids the buffet and he has a gun and tries to kill himself. <laughs> Trading Places, one of the greatest movies of all time. I have that Funko Pop now, and that's my other Christmas decoration. No trees. I definitely don't want a real tree in my house. Real trees don't belong in houses. And a plastic tree is just something that takes up space in your storage for, you know, 11 months. And if you keep it up longer than a month, then I have no words for you. Stop doing that. Christmas ends. You know what? I'll give you to January 1st. And then you better take your damn tree down. I don't care if it's real or plastic. Next question. This, this is a stupid, stupidly worded question. Sorry if it's you that I asked for it. What is my favorite endangered animal? None of them. I don't want a fa- What my favorite endangered animal. Like, I don't have a favorite. Da- okay, let me give you the benefit of the doubt. Okay, it was worded badly, but... Okay. What is my favorite animal that is endangered? Um, I, I guess body crabs. Yeah. Did you hear about this? Like, uh, crabs, like, you know, remember like in the seventies and eighties, like cra- I had them when in the, in the fucking like eighties. Like I had a girlfriend named Lisa, who's no longer with us. Most of the first like 10 women that I was ever with are no longer with us. For some reason, it's kind of creepy. Um, uh, maybe I'll get into that another time, but, um yeah like she gave me crabs because she was fucking everybody and like I had crabs like fuck I don't have many more obviously that was 30 years ago but man I was like a 15 16 year old and you know next thing I see these white little bugs crawling around on my crotch and I'm like this is fucking awful got rid of them got rid of her never you know got them again thankfully and I'm a manscaper, man. I'm like smooth, like a baby down there. I shouldn't say a baby. That's <laughs> that's fucked up. No, it's, it's, you know, most of the time I'm, you know, trimmed and and shaved down there. I don't know if you whoever's with me likes it or not. Don't care. It's me. I don't like hair. I don't like body hair. I don't like body hair on a woman. I don't like body hair on me. I just don't like it, okay? I'm allowed to not like it. And a lot of people don't like it. A lot of people are shaving their junk. And funny enough... Between that and new products, and people actually caring about hygiene, those little crabs are quickly growing extinct, if not already. I guess that's not my favorite endangered animal. I don't really want to look through the endangered animal species because it's too depressing and pick out a favorite, but I'll just say body crabs. How about that? Weirdest places I've ever pooped. Man, that's hard like in a toilet or like shit my pants. Cause I remember one time at summer camp. (laughs) Okay. I don't even remember what the summer camp was called. I think it was camp Navajo or something like that up in Michigan. And looking back, it's kind of a really cool place. I remember sleeping in these cabins, like no lights, no phones, no internet, no, none of that shit. Like no TVs. It was no technology. It was just sleeping. I remember we had like lanterns that were like fired. There was no electricity in these cabins. And, uh, like, I remember doing all kinds of shit back then. I remember, like, comparing dicks. The black guy won. I'm not making this up. It, the fucker was huge. Like, holy shit. And we were, like, what, 12, 13? It was, an, it was insane. Like, what what is that? I didn't know dicks could be that big. I only saw mine at that point. Maybe my stepdad walking around in a robe. But it was just, like, I remember one guy was trying to talk me into humping a hole in in this, like, there was, like, this foam mattress without a cover is just the foam out behind the cabin and it had a hole in it and this kid was fucking it and he was trying to get me to do it after him and i was just like okay i did it but whatever if <laughs> this tr- these are true stories this, this is my, i'm jogging my memory as we speak of these things are flashing into my head and they're all disgusting but uh going back to pooping my pants we uh found this like little shack out in the middle of a field and for some reason, it was like an easy lock to pick. I remember I'm the one that picked the lock. I remember just putting like a stick in there, moving it up, and it was unlocked. You got to think, this is the 80s, people. You know, it's the whole other world of security now. Inside that little shack, which was about the size of like maybe two outhouses or two porta-potties or something, there was an arsenal of BB guns in there. It was crazy. Like just, we walked in. We thought there were real guns at first, and we're like, oh, shit, they're BB because then we saw the big thing of BBs. So of course we grabbed them all and they were already loaded. So I didn't have to figure out how to do that. I remember being like, oh shit, this is loaded. And we're shooting them and like, oh fuck. So there was like four or five of us. I don't remember how many or who they were or what they looked like, but we were out there in the woods having a BB gun fight (laughs) and these fucking things hurt. I got shot in the leg and it hurt so bad that I immediately had to take a shit. I don't know why those things were together, but I just remember like just stressing so hard and it was like stuck in my skin. I had to pick it out and I was bleeding and it was in my, lo- it was in my leg and I was wearing these little shorts and I remember shooting somebody else and somebody got shot in the forehead and we put all the guns back because we knew we were going to get in trouble, but I just dropped mine and I had, and I ran back to the camp, you know, and I remember my leg was hurting and I'm just I'm kind of crying, I think, but I remember overall I was panicking because I had to take a shit. And this isn't a weird place, but it is kind of you know it's a summer camp story, I guess it's kind of weird, so I'm running and running and running and running and running, and then next thing I know I just shit my pants I'm like literally and well shit my shorts. I shit so much that it ran down like both of my legs. I remember looking down and it's in my socks i didn't know what to do, so I get and there was like this big open and it's really weird because I have dreams about this place, maybe it's because I had a dramatic situation there. But there was this huge like bathroom area. I was like just in my mind, it was huge. It was, probably, it was probably not very huge. but there was a bunch of toilets and a bunch of urinals and showers and stuff in there. And I just remember going to the stall and just cleaning myself. and I don't know where all the other kids were. I think they're in you know lunch or doing activities. I always like did my own thing. like I didn't give a fuck what was going on. I kind of still do that. but I didn't care. We were out there just wandering around in the <laughs> woods, you know and just shooting each other with BB guns. And then I'm just, I'm covered in shit, man. I'm covered. I ran out of toilet paper, went to the next stall, used all of that toilet paper. I'm clogging up the toilets with these, it's, it's, it's a bad situation. I go into the shower, you know, I'm butt naked. Any minute, I remember panicking because any minute somebody could walk in. And it was just like, I'm in the shower. I remember my leg was stinging when the water hit it. And it was just, I'm showering the shit off of me while I'm still wearing my shoes. <laughs> my shoes are covered in shit water now. Ah. Oh. And then I didn't know what to do because there was no towels. I didn't have anything to walk back. I had to walk about maybe 20 yards to get back to my cabin where my clothes were because I threw away my shorts because they were literally drenched and shit. It was disgusting. I think I actually tried to flush my shorts, and that's what clogged up the toilet. And then that toilet water is running everywhere. It, it was a fucking nightmare of a situation. And I, I don't remember how I got out of it. I don't remember how it ended. I don't. I'm, I had to have obviously gotten back to my cabin. I don't remember running naked across the the middle of the field there. I, it's weird. I don't remember how that ended. Maybe I blacked out or just purged that information. But I, I remember nobody saw me. Maybe a camp counselor saw. I, I don't know. I don't know how that whole scenario ended. So that's probably the most like memorable shit story. I sharted one time at Safeway recently, like a couple years ago. I was suffering. I had some kind of a stomach flu or something like that. And I remember like, going, should I fart? I have to fart, but I don't know if I should. And then I said, fuck it, I'm going to fart. And it, it was not okay. It, it didn't reach the pants. But I like literally left my cart where it was, full of stuff, ran to the bath, didn't run, walked gingerly to the bathroom, <laughs> And took care of business. Thankfully, it didn't reach the pants, but yeah, those are my pooping stories. I'm trying to think of a weird place, though. I've been to so many weird places. I shat off the side of a tank once, like my MLRS in in the army. I was on top of the tank. And, you know, when you eat MREs, meals ready to eat in the little packages for a few days in a row, when you got to go, you go. That's just it. So I was in Korea, which is kind of weird. I shit in Korea. And, uh, yeah, my ass is hanging off the side of the tank and I'm like, fuck it. I'm going, we used to have this little chair. I know this is like a whole podcast about shitting now. I didn't mean for that to happen, but I used to have this chair. Like a, I, it was like one of those full collapsible chairs, you know, vinyl chairs. And I cut a hole in the bottom of it. So you dig a hole in the ground, put that overward and sit on the chair and do your business. And you could wipe your ass without even lifting your ass. You could reach under the chair and then you just bury the hole. It was awesome. I had people lined up to use my chair. I'm like, fuck y'all. You're not using my chair. Anyway, enough of that shit. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Um, The Bible verse that most influences you. John 4. Don't believe everything that you've heard (laughs) or everything that you hear. That is my favorite Bible verse. And yes, I am a non-subscriber to religion, but at the same time, I have read the Bible because I wanted to make sure. And reading the Bible cover to cover is one of the main reasons today that I don't believe anything in the Bible. And, uh, the verse John four, I think it is, can't tell you exactly which segment of that it is, but it's basically, I mean, it says God and Jesus, not well, it says God, like about a thousand times in there, but the overall theme of that Bible verse is don't believe everything you hear. And, uh, especially when you're reading the Bible, (laughs) don't. Give me the meat Give me the meat How can you have any pudding if you don't give me the meat It's election time again Oh joy and that means basically everyone hates everybody Mike now bloomberg started as oh, a little class kid who got through college then built a business from a single room ah. to a global entity creating tens of thousands if I just of how did you pull the plug on the whole fucking computer the way, I, I can't could have stopped there how was he doing when, this when new york suffered the terrible tragedy of 911 oh come on 911 become the term mayor who brought a city back from the ashes okay, stop it and brought back jobs that's and i'm pulling the plug hang on it creating tens of hang thousands on. of a Okay, I'm back. I literally had to pull the plug on the whole thing here and start over because Michael Bloomberg ads. They're fucking everywhere. You can't escape them. Not even here. Son of a bitch. Anyways, it's election time. I'm a Bernie Sanders guy. I don't care what you think about that. Okay? I don't care. And I don't care who you're voting for either, even though if you had half a brain... And I shouldn't say that because, you know what, honestly, the thing that divides us most, religion and politics, and I've already shit on half of religion, and now I'm going to shit on, you know, half of the people for politics. I'm losing viewers as I can hear you guys logging off at this point. Oh, he's a Bernie Sanders guy. I don't want to listen to this. Well, maybe you should. Maybe you should uh, open your mind, open your heart, shut your mouth, open your ears. And just listen to me for a second. Because we all know that uh you're 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 so afraid and I'm not talking to all of you but you guys are so afraid of that dreaded socialist word what's the root word of socialist social that means you know we do things as a group it's not about government taking over everything you 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 can't lump in what uh, you know what we're talking about With dictators and all of these different socialist countries that are corrupt. They are socialist because they do want to own the people and control everything that they do. That is not what we're talking about. It has nothing to do with it. We're literally talking about adding a few more socialist, democratic socialist, and I hate saying that term because that's just me pointing out that you're an idiot. We're adding a few things to what already exists. First of all, let's talk about what socialism is. It's a political, social, and economic philosophy encompassing a range. And yes, I'm reading this, encompassing a range of economic and social systems characterized by social ownership, the means of production and work. Uh, so you know, fuck you. It, it's <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to say fuck you, but I'm saying fuck you to whoever wrote this. It's basically us doing things together through the direction of the government. And let's let's stop for a second. If you're against socialism, if you're so afraid of that word, and it's such a bastardized, villainous word for you, quit calling the police. Don't rely on the military. Don't call the fire department. Don't go to public hotels. Don't put your kids in public schools. Don't go to public colleges. How about social security? How about the infrastructure? All the roads. All the bridges. Don't use any of that stuff. You're not allowed to because you're afraid of socialism when that stuff should scare you to death. And I, that, that's literally, I'm not even talking about welfare. I'm not even talking about you know all the government subsidy programs and everything like that. You're not allowed to use any of that stuff anymore because you're afraid of socialism. Because your dad or your grandpa or your great grandpa used to fight socialism back in WW2. You're not allowed to use it. You're not allowed to use the police anymore. You're not allowed to rely. You cannot cheer on and root for our boys in the military, our boys and girls in uniform, first responders, all of that stuff. They are all socialist programs. And the word socialist isn't a bad word for people that are smart. How about social media? That's not a socialist program, but the word social's in there. How dare you use Facebook? That's a social program. That's what you sound like, by the way. How dare you? How dare you invest in anything that's created for your own best self-interest and the interest of those you love and surround yourself with? How dare you? You're going to call the police when you're afraid of socialism. It's kind of a stretch, but it's like saying tacos are evil because your grandpa said it was. You can't have tacos. They're from Mexico. Mexico's a socialism country. How dare you partake in tacos, even though they're somewhat delicious and good for you. I mean, they're not good for you, but they're definitely delicious. How dare you? Anyways, uh, I'm voting for Bernie Sanders. I've already filled out the uh, the little uh, ballot got to drop it off here tomorrow or on Monday. And I'm uh, noticing that Sanders is winning, of course. I mean, it's, we're going to find out how he does on Super Tuesday on Tuesday, but you know, he'll probably win that too. And he'll probably win the, um, you know, democratic nomination to be the candidate. Will he beat Trump? I don't know, because you got Everybody against Bernie Sanders, except for the fucking greater good of the, of the the greater numbers of the people. All of the media, if they first of all, if they're not bashing Sanders, because these media entities are owned by billionaires, and billionaires don't like Bernie Sanders whatsoever, do they? You know why? Because they're billionaires, and Bernie's coming after you. It's going to cost you a lot of money if Bernie gets his way, won't it? So, of course, the billionaire, trillionaire owned medias, the same people that own the fucking cunt, the world and the country in, in this election, basically, of course, they're going to stick a dickhead like Bloomberg in there and Steyer in there, who well, actually likes Steyer, but he's not going to win. He'll probably be out within the next month, to be honest with you, probably in the middle of March, he'll be gone. Same with Klobuchar, who I actually like Klobuchar, Amy, she's, I dig her. She'd be a good vice president for Sanders. Of course, they're going to stick a billionaire in the race. That's what they did to fight Sanders. Anyways, honestly, though, having Bloomberg in there is probably going to help Sanders because they're splitting that moderate vote, aren't they? They're splitting that vote. Then all the progressives are going to vote for Sanders. Yeah, so as soon as Michael Bloomberg uh, realizes that he's just spending hundreds and hundreds of millions, possibly billions of his own money, which is good because let that money go to other people. Let that money go to the people that create the commercials and, and, uh, you know, just let it go to working people that are putting this campaign together. I'd rather them have it than him. He's got plenty to spare. Anyways, um, the fake stories, man. God, you people are fucking stupid. And I'm not saying you in general, but a great deal of this population is just fucking stupid. The attack ads on Sanders are great. And I have friends out there. God, I love you guys, but you're making it so hard. I can't respect you when you share something like, like I got a friend named Tucker who's a good kid, man. He's a good kid, and I just want the best for him. And I want him to do better and be smarter, but he's one of these country bumpkins that probably listen to Grandpa, listen to Dad, getting his news from Facebook and all his redneck Facebook friends. There's nothing wrong with being a redneck, but geez, man. Posting things like Bernie Sanders said black guys smell bad. Holy fuck. I watched the video because I'm like, really? First of all, it was an old ass video. Bernie still had like black had black hair at that point or blacker hair, darker hair. And it that's it, it was taken out of context. It wasn't even like a thing. It's just they want to catch you because people don't actually click on this shit, even though it is clickbait. It's the only reason it's out there. It's because every time you click on that, somebody gets a penny. And it's just, nobody watches it. All they see is the title, and they go, oh, that must be true. Then you get Bernie did this, and Bernie did that, and Bernie did that. You know what Bernie has done? He stuck to the same goddamn message and the same cause for 40 fucking years in politics. Never swayed, never led anywhere by anyone else, never bought yeah, he spent a lifetime in Washington. That's why he has money. He's not a billionaire. Who the fuck said he's a billionaire? Has a lot of money cuz he worked his ass off to get it. And he'll be paying a lot more under his own s- system as well. He makes his money from people like us donating 5, 10, 20 bucks a piece. It's just dumb. The attack ads are fucking dumb. They're mostly 99.9% fake. The only ones that aren't fake are the ones that are promoting things that they just disagree with. And that's fine. I can handle people out there debating, saying, how are we going to pay for healthcare? How are we going to pay for free education? How are we going to do this, 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 and all these fucking promises Bernie Sanders is making? How are we going to do it? But they don't stop and wait for a second and let them fucking explain. Go to BernieSanders.com or .org or whatever the fuck it is and read. You know what? If you can't read, you don't have the patience to read, listen. There's videos on there. You can do it, people. You can open your mind for just a second and, and kill off the, the stupid, discriminatory, asshole opinions that you have. My only concern with Sanders is that he's nearly 80 years old. If he was in his 60s or even you know, early 70s, I wouldn't have a problem. Trump is in his 70s. Warren's in his 70s. Bloomberg's in his 70s. They're all old as shit. But out of all these old, crooked, asshole, white, elderly politicians, this is a guy I've been a fan of since literally first time I ever saw him. He was bitching somebody out over gay rights uh, in the 80s, I think it was. I was like, that guy's cool as shit, and he talks cool. Like, <laughs> I liked him. I still like him. I've been following him ever since. And in the last, you know, four years since the 2016 election, I've grown to love the guy. I consider him an idol. Say that about anybody else running on the Democratic ticket. I like Warren. I do. I liked Andrew Yang a lot before he dropped out. I did. Buttigieg is just a puppet. He even looks like a puppet. No offense. You know, I like Amy Klobuchar, but she has no chance of winning. She doesn't even have the money to run if she got the candidacy or even to make it to the candidacy. Biden's just old and, you know, I, I know he's trying to be Angry Joe and be tough so he can take on Trump. But it's over for him. It's too late. Like I said, I like Steyer, but it's, it's not going to happen. It's not popular enough. Sanders is the guy. He will face Trump. I hope. I could be wrong. I'm usually wrong. And there's a good chance that he won't win. Because you're all too Fucking, your head is way too far up your asses nowadays. You won't even listen. You won't even try anything new. You know why the economy's doing so good? You know why um, unemployment numbers are so far down? That shit takes fucking years to happen. Things were set in motion in the first, I mean, three, four years ago. And no, I'm not going to give Obama the credit for it. These are things that happen in business. It has nothing to do with who's in the White House. It didn't have anything to do with Obama. It had nothing to do with Trump. These are just business numbers. These are created by business people and and businesses and the people that are buying things. You know why it's plummeting right now? It's not because of the coronavirus. It's not because of the democratic debate. Only stupid people think of that. It's because of people like you and me and our consumer. and, And who gives a fuck How the stock market is doing. It doesn't affect people like us. Unless you have trillions of dollars or even thousands of dollars invested into the stock market, that's only 11% of the country that that actually affects. It doesn't matter how the stock market is doing. That is no indication how civilization is right now, how society is right now. It doesn't affect you. It doesn't affect me. It only affects rich people. And if the stock market's doing great, that means rich people are doing great. If the stock market is tanking, that means rich people are fucking tanking. And yes, you and I do have a part in that because we're the consumers. But it doesn't affect us. You know what does affect us? Stress. Stress over being able to pay for hospital bills and education. I had to sit through that fucking goddamn GI Bill fucking shit. Actually, no, the GI Bill was great. I paid a lot of my college, but I still had $80,000 of college debt that thankfully is now gone. Stressed me out, man. It stressed me out like you have no idea. Hospital bills, thankfully, I've never been really sick or injured. I know a family right now who can't fucking decide whether they pay their electric bill or they pay for medication. I, I know them personally. I would never say their name because they don't want that out there. And I understand why they don't want that out there. It's embarrassing. I've been there for different reasons, but I've been there. What if my kid gets sick, man, and I'm underinsured, which I probably am. The blood pressure medication that I got right now, here's, here's another story for you. I go to get my shit refilled for blood pressure medication. I got high blood pressure. Okay. I'm, I'm not ashamed to say it. A lot of us do. Usually my prescriptions are three bucks. For some reason, I ran out, and they weren't ready to refill it yet. They wanted $190 for a month's supply when it's normally $3. I can't afford that. I'm not taking my blood pressure medication right now because I can't afford it. Why is that a thing? Why is that a fucking thing? What if my blood pressure spikes again? I have a goddamn stroke Next thing you know, I can't do anything. I can't film TV shows. I can't even record this goddamn podcast. I can't do a fucking thing for myself because I'm on a goddamn wheelchair. Fried my brain, fried all my wiring inside. What happens then? Was my kid, my 12 year old kid, going to take care of me? My mom in Detroit, she going to fly down and take care of me? No, I'm fucked. I'm done. All because I couldn't afford fucking medication. I know other families. You see it all the time, man. Do I choose between this medication or this medication? Do I get this procedure done or do I pay my fucking light bill? Do I pay rent? Do I pay for my car bill? Or, you know, can I finally get this fucking cancer thing checked out? These are real fucking stories, man. And they happen hourly everywhere all over this country. You know where they don't fucking happen? They don't happen in any other civilized fucking world that has universal health care. It never fucking happens. I got a shit ton of friends in Canada, and they fucking love their health insurance. There's no lines like they're promising. There's no fucking, the government didn't collapse because of it. I have friends in England right now that wouldn't trade their health coverage for anything. Yes, there's problems with everything, but the problems that you would face With universal healthcare versus the problems that we have with what we have now, this fucking clusterfuck are completely different. And there's not anywhere near as many problems with the new thing. Sure, some employers, uh, people will have to be replaced. They have to find new careers, of course. Just like with clean energy and old school coal energy. We have to displace these, you know, we have to find things for these displaced workers to, to do for, for a living. Yes, of course, we have to break a couple of eggs to make a delicious fucking omelet. I like feta cheese on my omelet too, by the way, in case you're wondering. It doesn't make any sense, man. It's 2020. It's 2020. I'm supposed to have flying cars by now. Universal healthcare and, and education for two years of college. Why? Would you vote? Why would you protest and adamantly, vehemently oppose a healthier and more educated society? The people around you are more educated. The smarter nation. In 50 years, this could pay off so big. Right now, we have to import all of our smart people from other countries because we're fucking dumb. And you think it's gonna collapse the system. No. If you get rid of all the government subsidies right now that are pertaining to education and healthcare, the average person would probably pay maybe $15 extra a month from what they're paying now, which is actually a lie because then you wouldn't have to pay for fucking health care. Oh fuck, people. And you're fighting it. You're fighting against your own self-interest. It makes no goddamn sense. I'm gritting my teeth right now because it just fucking angers me. I'm going to work for my fucking health care. Okay. So you have to rely on your employer for health care. What if you want to switch jobs? Guess what? You're going to have like a two-month period, two month period right there where you don't have fucking health care. Maybe three months where you and your kids don't have fucking health care. That's how they trap you, man. And you fucking protest in its favor and it makes me sick. I'm going to pay for my own education. Okay, great. You can get the same education without paying for it. Maybe go on a fucking vacation or something with that money. Maybe buy a house with that money depending on whatever you're going after for your degree. Wouldn't you rather have a house than pay a bunch of motherfuckers to, uh, you know, <laughs> pay a bank, which is basically what schools are? Education and health is not a goddamn luxury. Only stupid people think that. Only generational brainwashed people think about that. I don't want to pay for it. I don't want nobody. I want my own level of health care. You'll get the same healthcare. Do you think the doctors are going to just magically disappear and then be replaced with shitty doctors? No, it's the same healthcare professionals. It's the same doctors. It's the same hospitals. It's the same procedures. It's all the same, except for you don't have to fucking fork out thousands and thousands and thousands of fucking dollars for it. If you're rich, you do, but you can afford it if you're a billionaire. That's what we're talking to. That's who we're tar- targeting. These billionaires that don't fucking spend a goddamn dollar on taxes and shit like that. And I know a lot of them do, but there's a lot of them that don't. I can't lump all billionaires together because it's like saying all cops are bad. You can't say that. It's a very small percentage that are shitty cops, but it's a much larger percentage that are shitty billionaires. They didn't become billionaires because they're stupid. They become billionaires because they're smart and they know how to work around systems and they know how to save a buck or two. They've been doing it for decades, ever since the fucking Reagan took over, the Reagan administration took over and allowed it with their little trickle down economics. I don't want nobody trickling shit for me. I want my own fucking entity. Personally, get rid of the IRS. Get rid of all that shit. Set up a consumption tax, 17% on everything that you fucking buy. You'd be able to pay for healthcare. You'd be able to pay for your bloated-ass military budget. You'd be able to pay for education. You'd be able to give everybody a free power and Wi-Fi as well. Nobody gives a shit about that because everyone's so fucking busy worshiping prophets and worshiping prophets. Prophets and prophets are spelled differently. God and money. That's all people give a shit about. They don't give a fuck about humanity. They have no compassion for their neighbor. Fucking 2020 right now. Yeah, it's a gimmicky kind of number, isn't it? But it's also shameful. It's pathetic that we haven't elevated as a society in that amount of time. We need another new deal. We need another new deal when it takes care of us. You know what? Fuck it. I'm putting my hat in the race, man. I don't give a shit who's president. I don't... You know what? It doesn't, it doesn't even fucking matter over the next four years. Nothing's going to get fixed anyway. Bernie Sanders is a step in the right direction. That's all that Bernie Sanders is, is a giant step in the right direction. And he's much less embarrassing than Trump. It's a new fresh coat of paint. This happens to be an 80-year-old man. But it's a step in the right direction. He, he is not going to solve everything. Might even not even get what he wants to get, you know, passed, past. If Sanders gets elected as president, which I don't believe he will, to be honest with you, I have to have some little faith in the process, but I think it'll be another four years of fucking ridiculous Trump. And, uh, you know, we have to listen to those Trump voters and Trump supporters for another four fucking years. It's even worse if Trump gets voted out. Because Trump probably won't leave right away. Oh, I, I want to get another, you know, another recount because that can't be right. And, you know, fuck. And then he does these rallies everywhere and they're packed out with stupid fucking people cheering along to the garbage that comes out of his mouth. Dude, we're at Idiocracy. I know people say we're being led to Idiocracy, you know, the movie. No, we're there. We're fucking there we're a couple of weeks away from drinking Gatorade and you know shunning water i think it's sad man and you know someone like bernie sanders like i said he's not the answer but he's he's a giant step towards the answer a lot of you don't give a shit a fucking trump man yeah you don't even think about his restrictions on the EPA, his restrictions on the future and the education of our fucking children. You don't think about the nuclear agreements that he's backed out of and make us look like shit and escalating, you know, short range, the production of short range nuclear missiles. You don't think about eliminating the Paris Climate Treaty. You don't think about fucking up the EPA. You don't think about, you know, de- destroying the trust in media, which I kind of agree with on that one. You don't think about any of this shit. You only think about is, I'm fucking like a old school american i'm a fuck i hate you people done with it i'm fucking done with it i'm fucking sick of these stupid attack ads and you know what i can handle it absolutely i can look at them to shake my head and hit unfriend absolutely i can do it but it's fucking so much there's so many stupid motherfuckers in this goddamn country and around the world i'm just done with it coronavirus i i I welcome you to come here please Hit the South and hit it fucking hard. Leave my friends alone. Leave the people I love alone. Where's my app? Coronavirus. Trump voters. Trump voters. You type it in. Click. Boom. Every one of you has coronavirus, you got a week to live. Fucking done with it. Between religion and fucking conservative politics and stupid liberal politics and all of this shit has held back this goddamn country and held back society and held back the planet in a whole for goddamn centuries. We should be so much farther along. We have this technology, we have the smarts, we have the fucking people in place that can make this a compassionate uh, society that just aims on the comforts, contentment, and the needs of humanity, and we don't fucking do it. I'll just go to church, and then I'll fuck you, and fuck your church. Sick of this shit. Church is good enough for me. I'll just go there and praise an invisible man and everything will be all right. I've done my part because I believe in Jesus. And same people out there that are just like, oh, go for Trump. Yeah, the guy that's been divorced three times and fucking strippers and porn stars and just systematically destroying one thing after another. And basically lying. Have you ever done a fact check of any of Trump's rally speeches? Holy shit. Fact checks. Oh, those fact checks can't be trusted. No, they're fact checks. Yes, they can. Fact check a Bernie Sanders rally. Go ahead. And then fact check a Trump rally. Go ahead. Use multiple sources. There's a bunch out there. I'm sure a lot of those are agenda based now, too. You can't even believe facts anymore. Because who knows who's writing down the fact? (laughs) It's fuck. but I guarantee you one thing. If you fact check up Bernie Sanders, you're not going to find any lies. You're going to find a lot of hopes and dreams. You're going to find a lot of policies that he would love to enact that'll probably be stopped dead cold by both sides because both sides are fucking stupid and they're all about the prophets and the prophets, like I said. I need a happy ending, man. I'm voting for Bernie Sanders. Don't care what you think about that. He's the closest thing to a Henry Wallace that we've got that I'm aware of at least. And he's got my undying support at this point. I wish he wasn't 80 fucking years old, but he's the closest thing we've got. He's a step in the right direction. And uh, I'm tired of watching this nation take steps backwards. We've been moonwalking backwards for decades. And no, I'm not going to say anything good about any president since probably Kennedy. And even he was a scumbag. So (laughs) we got to do better people. Tired of being embarrassed about who our president is. Gives me a lot to talk about on the podcast, though, doesn't it? Now, it's time for the happy ending. Okay, so it's happy ending time. Like I said, hold off on uh, subscribing to a TV until we get on all the platforms. It's still going to be five bucks, but it'll get you everything instead of just a website. Um, You know all the stuff Me and my kid got a book called Billy Fred Whopper Goggles Billy Fred Whopper Goggles Available on Amazon One-Eyed Buffalo is my band that I sing for Still working on the new album um, Old album, Last Room on the Right Available on iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify All those places If you're a wrestling fan Go to the Nine Mile Drive Wrestling Podcast Wherever you found this one else? I got the Chocolate and Cheese Expo March 15th if you're here in Colorado working on a big gamer con thing coming up in May 2nd and 3rd. My disgust is carrying over from the meat to the happy ending. You got you, you people have to stop buying into all the fake shit online. Whether no matter what side you're on, all these fake ass stories that are just clickbait. Someone gets a penny every time you fucking click on them. That's the only reason they're there. Well, besides to divide us as a society I felt good when I shook my neighbor's hand when I went out there to punch him in the face. I, I felt good when I came back in. I was proud of myself. I think there needs to be more of that in the world. Everybody you hate, to include myself, I'm, I'm, this is a lesson that I'm learning. Everybody you hate or you're angry at or you're pissed off at has a story. And they're not always great stories. And I've said this before, like your biggest enemy under different circumstances could be your best friend. It's all about love, isn't it? Love, compassion, and tolerance. Don't give a shit what color your skin is. I don't care about your struggle because I've got one too. And you shouldn't care about my struggle because you've got one too. I don't care who you want to stick your dick in or who's, you know sexual organ that you want to put in your mouth. I don't care. Do what you want to do. I don't care what you identify as. I don't care if you're old or young. Just be good, respectful people, man. It's, and cover your fucking mouth. <laughs> Anyways, I'm Brandon Bishop. This is the Brandon Bishop podcast. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Love your faces.